During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily, a Widow Wednesday. It's Tuesday, February 15th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Batman Fortress writer Gary Widow. Hello. Whoa, Gary, you're writing a Batman comic. Good morning. Before I forget, I really like that hoodie. I got to get that from your merch store. I like that. Well, you're at kindofunny.com slash store. You can be just like us, but none of, the, none of that. Instead, let's talk about the fact, and you can throw it up, Kevin. Throw up the DC Comics dot com article dc announces new comic book series batman fortress by gary witta and Derek robertson when an unknown alien ship enters earth's atmosphere disrupting global power and communications and plunging the planet into chaos the world is left wondering dot 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 where is superman when he is needed most in the mysterious absence of the last son of Krypton, Batman must rally the rest of the Justice League to counter the alien threat, dot, dot, dot. But first, he must quell a crime wave on the blacked-out streets of Gotham. Gary Witta, parentheses, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and Derek Robertson, the boys, join forces to turn everything you think you know about Superman upside down in DC's new comic book miniseries, Batman Fortress, launching this May. Are you fucking kidding me, Gary? The timing, so I have no control over the timing of this. This is down to DC. Yeah. Uh, but it's very nice of them to announce it 30 minutes before you and I go on the air. Before a Widow Wednesday. Yeah, Kevin, scroll on through. Look at some of these covers. Gary, how long have you been working on this? What can you tell us about it? Um, I don't remember. I mean, probably like the better part of a year. I think like this process started about a year ago when we pitched them the story and been writing ever since. It's, yeah, it's it, it, it takes a long time for you to get to the point where they'll actually announce something. But we are... It's very, it's very cathartic and very nice when you've been working on something in secrecy for so long, and oh, then they sure. finally let you talk about it. It's, it's very, very gratifying. This is fantastic, Gary. I can't wait. I can't. Derek's, wait uh, I think he's doing the best work he's ever done. Derek has has been a, a brilliant comic book artist for for many years, as you know. For he sure. co-created The Boys, which is yep. now you know the big show on Amazon. Uh, but he also you know co-created Transmetropolitan, and he's he's done everything. You know, Wolverine, Batman, Spider Man, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, you name it. Nice. He's one of the best. He's one of the best comic book writers out there. I've worked with him in the past and uh, very, very glad to be doing a major, you know, like we, he and I have done things in the past, but this is the biggest thing we've ever done. Batman, Superman, Justice League, all, you know, we got to play with the entire DC toy box and it was a lot of fun. So, you know, as a comic book nerd, I got to ask you a million different questions. Feel free not to answer what you can't answer. This is, is this is its own universe, right? We don't have to worry about continuity. I, I, so I don't think I can say anything beyond oh. like what's already in the DC oh. press release. Uh, but you can see the you can see the um, uh, you know the basic premise. There's obviously a clue in the in the title, 
as to where you know where this might be you, where this you, might be on, going on dccomics.com it says fans can get to know more about batman superman gotham city the fortress of solitude alien invasions and more on the dc infinite digital subscription service the fact they're calling out the fortress of solitude and obviously batman colon fortress being the title makes me think yeah fortress of solitude is gonna be a big part of it did they change the um let me just check real quick because Even the font of fortress looks kind of snowy they did a they did a they did a really beautiful job with the with the logo and the artwork and everything else. Um, yeah, so it says Gary Witter and Derek Robertson joined forces to raid the Fortress of Solitude. So mm. there's a little bit of a clue in there as well. Mm. But there's a lot. It's one of those stories that has a lot of twists and turns and surprises. So have to be super careful about not saying anything All ahead right, of time. But yeah, issue one is out May twenty fourth. So we're very excited to get there and have people start eight know, issues beginning story. monthly may 24th ladies and gentlemen yeah so get it'll run it'll it. run through basically through the rest of the year that's fantastic i'm so proud of you gary that's awesome thanks buddy as, as a dc as, as such a big dc fan and and friend uh you know you and i worked on the joker 80th anniversary yeah. story that we did and i know you're one of the biggest dc fans out there so it's genuinely i was joking earlier but it's genuinely very nice to have my first kind of public conversation about, you know, something very DC Batman related be uh, with you, my good friend and the biggest DC fan I know. I appreciate too that it's a Batman book. So, you know, you're saving when you get your Superman book. I can come co-write that with you. So that's helpful. I like that a lot. If you, you cause you like Superman as well, right? Yeah, I'm, I like him a little bit. Yeah. You'll, you'll bit. like, you'll like this. Well, it sounds like I might not. It says, it's it's a, I mean, it's about, it's, it's, this it's sounds like the normal bullshit where Superman's going to be the bad guy and I got to deal with that again. No, no, no. Well, we'll see. You'll you'll see. You'll see. There's definitely there's definitely some things that that will come at you out of left field, and that's been part of the fun of it. I can't fucking wait, Gary. I'm so proud of you. Uh, we'll stop pumping you for information right now. Instead, start pumping our own information into your ears, ladies and okay. gentlemen. I got there, motherfuckers. The segue, the great ways of, are, as, are as excellent as ever. Thank you so much. Let's talk about Cyberpunk 2077's PS5 and Xbox Series X patch being out right now. The Elden Ring PC specs being out right now. And the fact that PlayStation's going to be planting trees for your Horizon Forbidden West trophies. We'll get into all of this and more because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about if you like that be part of the show patreon.com slash kind of funny games over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can write in to be part of the show you can get the show ad free you can get the show with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday however if you say greg i got no bucks to toss your way no big deal you can support it in a million different other ways like watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games just like Parks 43, Lexi Gunner, and Corey Cudney are. If you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday if you still need another way to support us it's simple ladies and gentlemen on the old epic game store use the creator code kind of funny if you say i don't play on pc greg i understand that and respect that when you're playing fortnite or rocket league on your playstation 5 or your switch or your xbox you can still use the epic creator code kind of funny when you use those stores and kick us a few bucks without having to add any more to your purchase I have housekeeping for you. Of course, you know Horizon Forbidden West drops this week. 
this Friday. Uh, I'll be streaming it on Friday with one of my late, late, late game saves. No story spoilers, just going through running side missions. So you can check that out on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Of course, the review is up right now. Went up yesterday as a kind of funny games cast. You can get that on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, the games cast podcast feeds. And then most importantly for right now, in terms of newness, a new episode of PSI Love You XOXO is live. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Just subscribe to it and turn on the notification bell for me. All right. And then, of course, the PlayStation I Love or PSI Love You podcast uh, uh, services you use. Uh, it is nearly two solid hours of us just answering your horizon questions. No spoilers for the story or anything like that. Just talking about mechanics, questions you had about trophies, questions you had about all sorts of stuff. Can I make one just before we move on? Since you're talking about Horizon, can I make one observation about Horizon Forbidden West? You sure can. Based on my own experience with it, sure. since we can now talk about it. Um, game provided by PlayStation for it's reason. it's not a qualitative, um, you know how I'm like how much I like the game or anything uh, right now. But I just want to say, so you know how the games these days, and we've talked about this a lot. They offer you the choice, right? Performance and resolution mode. You can of either course. have like super high res, 4K resolution, but a lower frame rate, or lower resolution but higher performance frame rate and it's always kind of that devil's bargain you have to every every time i don't know how many people do this but every time i try a game that has that yeah you you, you quickly check out both modes right and kind of move around a little bit just to see which one you think feels best and in every single game that i've ever played that offers that compromise i have always always gone with um performance mode of course, I remember Yakuza Like a Dragon on Series X offered that, and it, like the 60 frames at 1080p or whatever it was, like maybe maybe 1440p, was just so much better than the 30 frames at 4K. Yeah, and I remember Borderlands 3 being almost unplayable in resolution mode, and I went back to performance almost immediately. This game, though, is the first one that I've seen. Horizon Forbidden West is the first one I've seen running in both modes where I actually prefer resolution mode. And I got into this wow. a little bit with Khalif and Barrett yesterday because they were both saying, oh yeah, performance mode's always the way to go. But having seen it running in both modes, I'm looking at performance mode and weirdly, it's almost like it's almost too slippery smooth. Like it almost feels like watching a movie with motion smoothing on. It's like, oh, it's yeah. weird. It almost looks like a soap opera and you want to turn that off. The, the resolution mode, while not as slippery smooth, just kind of feels like more cinematic to me in a weird way. I gotcha. can't quantify it. Gotcha. I'm just telling you like how it feels to me. It's the first game that's actually flipped that for me. I almost, I, I'm not sure there's no way for me to check, but I was almost like wondering if if it was running at 120 frames on PS5 because it's so it buttery be smooth. It's almost that. kind of off-putting. So that was my, that's my weird observation. I, I imagine I'll probably be out on my own on this one. I just thought it was interesting. It's the first game no, that I, I mean... played that... I didn't have that obvious. I, I wouldn't. I would actually would make the the other choice. It's very strange. Yeah, I stuck to my guns and did performance as usual here for the sixty frames per second. I think as much as uh, Horizon is an action game, and there's so much stuff. Like you know, obviously, yeah, there's cinematic moments and all this stuff, and the game's beautiful. And I think it's beautiful. Gorgeous, gorgeous mode. game. Yeah. That yeah, I just wanted to stick with it and have uh, you know my bows and arrows and machine hunting uh, right there in the sixty frames, and that's what I've done. But you can get all more info, Horizon information, youtube.com slash kind of funny games, podcast services around the globe. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers who make the shows happen. Gordon McGuire, James Davis, a.k.a. at James Davis Makes, Pranksky, Manny, the Bagel Boy Sanchez, and Blackjack. Today we're brought to you by Upstart and Green Chef, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Kevin, how is or was the yogurt? 
It was great. It was great. You know, I love a good yogurt. I had so myself good. one today. I just like, I'm mm. glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad. Uh, number one, Kevin and Gary. I know this is right up your alley because I had to stop you guys from talking about it before we went live. Cyberpunk 2077's PS5 slash Xbox Series X slash S update is live. We go to GameSpot for Eddie Mako's report. Kevin, I have two links for you. One that's just gameplay. Let it play. If you want to jump ahead, the beginning is showing a little bit of creator changing yourself in the mirror. And then later on, it's a graphic you can just toss up that kind of explains a lot of different stuff. But we joined Eddie's article. As part of CD Projekt's Cyberpunk 2077 video event today, the company revealed the first details in the game's major 1.5 update and its next-gen patch for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X slash S. It is a very large update, weighing in at around 50 gigabytes. PC and Xbox players will get the update to the existing game, while PS4 players looking to upgrade need to manually install a separate version for PS5. In all cases, the updates are free for people who already own the game. There's also a new five-hour free trial for Cyberpunk 2077 that players can check out to get a taste of the new 1.5 update. Progress from the free trial will carry forward for the full game. Quote, with the update, Cyberpunk 2077 takes advantage of the additional power of the newest generation of console hardware, allowing for ray tracing features and 4K with dynamic scaling, faster loading times, and a variety of other visual and technical improvements, CD Projekt says. During the live stream, developers discussed how a ton of stuff is being changed for the 1.5 update, including reworked talent trees. If you already played, you can reset perk points and redistribute them. Perks that were not very useful and have been removed, including one that prevents players from being detected underwater. Uh, new perks have been added too, including one called Looking Sharp that enhances your skills with throwing knives. Some of the new perks have been purposely redesigned to give players the ability to play more aggressively and fast without necessarily needing to use cover. In general, CD Projekt says the new perks should help players find play styles. Additionally, the AI, the AI characters are better and smarter, while the driving model has been changed so that as well to make cars feel heavier. Crowd AI is changed as well. Some NPCs will have weapons and might attack you in certain situations. Additionally, the 1.5 patch for Cyberpunk 2077 will let players change their appearance mid-game. Players can visit the mirror in their apartment to change their look. Uh, there are the same character creator options from the start, along with new options for makeup. Cyberpunk 2077's 1.5 patch also adds a new website to your apartment's computer, Easy Estates, which allows players to uh, change up their look of their apartment, choosing from six different options. There are also four brand new apartments to choose from spread throughout Night City. Eddie's article goes on like this, recapping the entire stream, but you get the gist of it. The update is out. You can get into it. Kevin, if you want to click on the second one, you can get a glance at what's going on in terms of what goes on with the quick platform overview they have here, where they lay out PlayStation 5 versus Xbox Series S, Series S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and Stadium. Obviously, they're talking about new weapons, new apartments, the hairdressing mirror, the rebalance of gameplay economy and loot systems, ray tracing local shadows, uh, various visual quality improvements, spatial headphone audio, uh, improved crowd reactions, dual sense controller features. Shocker, that's only on PlayStation, that feature. Gary, it's a mouthful, and like I said, there's a bunch going on. What is your response to Cyberpunk's next-gen, we're just going to call it, patch dropping today? Yeah, so I woke up and saw this this morning and was really surprised, very pleasantly surprised, because as I've said many times on the show before, Cyberpunk is a game that I have very much wanted to play since, you know, long before launch. We all remember the hype train and the Night City wires, and we all got hyped up for it. And of course, when the game came out, it was spectacularly disappointing based on all the bugs and performance issues and all kinds of problems. Um, and so I, I said for the longest time, I'm just going to wait for this promised next gen update and I'm going to sure. jump in when they've had a chance to really fix it, um, and get it running, you know, optimized for next gen. 
hardware. Like I don't need to play a game right on day one. And it often is the worst time to play a game because they haven't sure. had a chance to patch it and fix it yet. Most games don't ship in a completely finished state these days. So I'm really happy I I waited. I, I actually, this morning, the first thing I did was I reinstalled uh, Cyberpunk on my Xbox Series X. It has the little XS logo in the corner now to indicate that it is optimized. Um, and I'm actually quite fortunate because I have a PS5 and I have a PlayStation 4 uh, copy here as well, I believe. So once that updates as well, what I'm going to do now is, I guarantee you right now as we speak, the boffins, the eggheads over at Digital Foundry are taking <laughs> these two versions <laughs> apart <laughs> pixel by pixel. And no doubt in the next day or two, we'll render a verdict on which version has the edge. Because you know one's going to slightly have the edge over the other, right? Technically, we don't know which one it's going to be. They'll be very close. But I'll probably I'll probably play whichever version they decide is better. Right now, the only thing that points towards the PlayStation 5, because they look basically identical, is you know the, the additional DualSense sure. features on the DualSense controller, which is always nice. I like, I like that feature. Um, but it's it seems like either way, uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be happy. This is a big step forward, you know, not just uh, the next gen update, but you know, it's a 1.5 patch, there's a massive, massive, massive list of quality of life and gameplay and bug improvements and things like that. Let me, so let me, let me finish this up by throwing the question back to you, Greg. Do you think, I know it's taken us more than a year to get here and it's been a very rocky road. Do you think that this is the beginning of the redemption of cyberpunk, the rehabilitation of it getting to a place where everyone can say, you know what? It took them too long, but it finally is the game. It was always supposed to be now and people can be happy with it. No, because I don't think they'll hit that. And that's, you don't? Th that's the problem. I it's, I mean, let's get, you know, cards on the table to refresh your memory from 2020, right? Is when this all happened, right? In uh, the fact that, like, I platinum Cyberpunk. Like, I had a great time with Cyberpunk. I played the PlayStation 4 version on a PlayStation 5. So my bugs in Cyberpunk land were minimal. I had a great, I had a very stable experience with the exception of that one trophy that was glitched, but they eventually patched pretty quickly to get the platinum or whatever. The, the, my problems with Cyberpunk weren't the bugs. My problem with Cyberpunk that it's a, just a pretty basic open world RPG. Like it's, it, remember when Cyberpunk- so You just fundamentally didn't love the game that much. It's not stuff that they're going to fix. Exactly. Well, because the, the problem with Cyberpunk is, isn't even the bugs. It's the fact that they built this game up as the second coming, as it was going to be something we had never seen before in the world, the world of open world video games. And that, that set that bar way, way, way too high. Like I feel, I, I think, I'm, I, I think it's crazy to look at how, and, and, I'm, and again, let's take away, the fact that it was pulled from PlayStation because the PlayStation 4 version didn't run on a base PlayStation. Like, if we can get away from that part of the argument and talk about the fact that Cyberpunk 2077, I would say, has, again, without the bugs even, no goodwill behind it in, the, in a crazy world where Dying Light 2 has so much goodwill behind it. And Dying Light 2 is a game that came out and got sevens eights right around there you know what the metacritic on launch day i think was like 78 or 79 at one point very mixed responses i i remember from the reviews that i and saw it, and, and it's beloved by the fan base and it's what critics expected and people were able to come out and blessing was like hey yeah you know my save was i had a game breaking bug but i got i got a save from this or I, he restarted it too and like i had a great time with the game the boss fight at the end is nonsense it's totally garbage the way the game ends yeah yeah but it's fun and we recommend it like Dying Light 2 was it literally delivered on what Dying Light 1 was, which was, hey, we're making a buggy open world zombie game that's really fun to play and really fun to do parkour, and you're going to enjoy it and have fun with it like a zombie movie. And they hit that to to, a, to their level to, I would say, nail it and be like, yeah, the game is not a, not a 10 out of 10. It's not a 9 out of a 9. But it is like a good game, and it hit, hits the expectations that were set for it. The expectations that were set for Cyberpunk 2077 were 
this will be a game unlike anything you've ever played before. Yeah, I mean, they, they and cranked it is very up much the a game I've played before. What I played in Platinum is very much a game I've played before, which isn't bad. Isn't it? I I had a great time with Cyberpunk. I thought Keanu was cool. I thought that I, I, Pan Am's a great uh, character that I romanced in it. There's all these things that I like about Cyberpunk, but I'm not sitting here. I, I don't think you turn the tide on it because the bar was just all. It's like it doesn't even get close to what The Witcher Three was. Like the, and like the, you look at the games that are just ne- it, it's never going to touch. Like I mean, it re- it really was between between CD Projekt's own hype machine. And the fact that these were the people that brought us The Witcher, so we expect something truly great. And then all, you know, cyberpunk, right? It plays right into the kind of the geek zeitgeist. And so many of us were like, like we were really, I think, primed to believe that this game was going to be potentially like the greatest video game ever made, right? I think people, some expectations For sure. were like right at that level. And so when it comes, it, it, it was really kind of hard to pick the bones out of it when the game finally dropped, right? Because the question of, the question of whether or not it was actually a good game underneath was actually kind of hard to even get to because of all the bugs and technical issues, right? Of course. So it's only now, more than a year later, that they're finally kind of like digging themselves out from under all that rubble with, you know, a major, major patch. You know, and they've done many, but this maybe is the biggest one they've done. Plus the next-gen update that many people were waiting for. Maybe it's only now that we'll be able to get like a true assessment of like how good a game it actually is. I know on PC it's been in a better state for a while, and maybe the picture is clearer. For PC gamers, but you know, pl- you know, from PlayStation 4 uh gamers basically didn't even have a playable game. Like the game was not playable, right? And that um, and you, you nail that and you nail it, right? Of just like the amount like I remember when I platinum Cyberpunk and we moved on, and then there was like a kind of funny subreddit thread that was just like, Hey, like Greg Platinum, are they ever gonna do a spoiler cast for it? And like the audience called it, or just like, Well, no, like there's the, the, the water is poisoned right now. You can't talk about this game, let alone I, there's a whole different thing if it deserves one. But like, like who's talking about that game in that way? Like nobody. That's not the conversation I mean, around this, this, this is a this is a um, this is a show where I'm actually half surprised not to see Paris lurking in the Discord because he's out. And I actually wanted to hear from him today because I know you know he's been the biggest you know cyberpunk Gary, fan. Gary, out. Close your eyes. Close Go your on. eyes. Say Paris Lily three times and he'll appear. I'm scared to do that. What if it's what if it's like Candyman? What if he's the Candyman? I don't. Paris doesn't have a, a cool Paris Lily. Paris body. Lily. Paris Lily. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show Paris Lily. You don't really have Paris Lily. You nah, don't have come, him. But I thought no, it'd be cool. I, I need to have him. You have You're time. Full he must of be shit as always, Greg. Now this is come on, KFGD. He's gonna be like, I'm in a meeting. I'm in a meeting. I'm doing so. That's not how he sounds. That's my Paris. What that was? Yeah. Too busy. Too busy making moves. Um, but I, but, but my, I guess my point is for, for people that unlike you who actually really love the game and have been frustrated that they can't really experience it the, the way they want to because of these bugs and for people who have been waiting like me to like, you know, I'll wait for them to fix it and I'll jump in when it's in better shape. I wonder if those people are more likely to feel like, okay, fine. You know, this is good now, you know, again, the game is good. And, and that's, that's what I walked away from it, but it's like. I don't know. We're we're spinning our wheels, I guess, in a way. I, 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 is there an audience? I mean, this is, I know, a loaded question. I'm literally stepping on the landmine, but my foot's already on it. There's no way off without it exploding. Is there an audience that loves Cyberpunk 2077? Like, I know. I think there's an. I think there's an audience that wants to love it, and I think there is a hardcore that genuinely does. And you can and you can drill that all the way down to the super hardcore that were probably like being apologists for this from the beginning, right? People sure. for whom, like, you know, they just they're totally blinkered and and. 
the game can do no wrong. Like you, eventually you're going to get down to that hardest of the hardcore. A lot of but people in the chat like right now, a lot of people in the chat right now are saying, yes, I loved it. So, or I love it. I, yeah, I know there were people that, that, that loved it, you well, know, kind of bugs and all. I just, I don't want to have to put up with bugs. I want to play a nice clean version of the game. And again, all I'm doing at this point is just waiting for Digital Foundry to kind of weigh in on which one marginally has the edge. Cause I, I don't care which version I play. I guess maybe I would, like more likely to go with xbox because i want the achievements but aside from that it's essentially going to be the same game i mean i think we can both agree this though greg not that they had much of a choice they they could never have like just abandoned it oh, and, and went like oh well that 10 years of development didn't work out onto the next one they 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 had to fix this right they had to, to put the additional resources into fixing it both for their own reputation and you know to salvage something from this mess of a launch so I think we can both, whether or not it's for you, Greg, I think we can both agree, like, it's it, it's it's still Stop an excuse. Stop me that corner. It was for listen, me. I like still, Cyberpunk. I look, platinum like, Cyberpunk. Yeah, I think Cyberpunk haters Kevin like you. Even true Cyberpunk haters like you have to agree that I even though, like the, even though the launch was a disgrace and it was inexcusable, and it's arguably taken them way too long to get to this point, more than a year, it is at least good that we're finally, we're finally here or are getting there where, like, they're actually making amends and fixing it and I, I guess like doing justice to what they originally wanted to to ship right that's a good thing that, they, on, Greg, that even it's you not can agree stuck with in a forever broken state <laughs> he can't do it kevin he yeah. hates cyberpunk so much i hate you guys it's i'm gonna like, read it's I'm like ashes in his mouth trying to say i'm gonna download else. the ps5 version because i'm it glad, should pop, I'm it glad should you're pop. giving it another shot chat can you pop will it pop the platinum again because it would it should i'm uploading my ps4 saved to my ps5 version it's a different version it should give me the trophies i think oh, so you just want to get like the double trophies on it of course, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to play it again. Like, I I think it's awesome that they're Jesus putting in new Greg, skill trees and changing all this stuff. I hate it if you didn't know. But no, there's actually a question that ties in all this I want to bring in. Uh, Manic Pixel Dream Boy writes into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames and says, am I the only person whose reaction to the cyberpunk shadow drop is negative? Seeing the state of the original release, I decided just to hold fire and wait for the new gen version of the game to drop, knowing with smart delivery, eventually I'd get the real version of the game I want. Mm -hmm. Fine. Mm -hmm. Now, having waited well over a year, they drop it days before Elden Ring and Horizon? I guess in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big issue. I'll just play when I get to it. But this was something I've been looking forward to for a while, and it just feels like yet another swing and a miss, and it is so frustrating. Where is the CDPR uh, of the days of The Witcher 3? Now, here's the problem with releasing a video game. You're always going to release a video game, and there'll be another video game coming up that people want to play or that there's an anticipated thing. Yeah, yeah. There's never a perfect time to launch any game. So I don't know if that's the argument I would take, Manic Pixel Dream Boy. I understand it. But... It is worth saying that as somebody who platinum cyberpunk 2077 because he enjoyed the game and loved Pan Am and had a great sex scene with her. All right. As somebody who did all of that, I want you to know that I would totally tell you to play horizon before I would tell you to play cyberpunk. And again, not, not the bug thing, not the whatever thing. I just mean in quality gameplay oh. story world. You could argue that the timing is a little bit odd. I just had this conversation with Snowbike Mike on uh, and Paris on the Xcast this past week because we were talking about um, what was the oh Crossfire X, which just dropped on the Xbox. Yeah, and you know it's according to Mike, it's you know a, a decent single player game, but the multiplayer version's a, a buggy mess. And we talked about why drop it now into this meat grinder of Horizon Forbidden West and particularly Elden Ring. Um, it's a very, very busy month. There are much bigger and, and arguably better games out there competing for everyone's attention right now. And I guess you can make the same argument about this. We've waited so long for um, Cyberpunk's you know, major fixes and, and particularly this next-gen version. 
that we had kind of forgot it kind of fallen out of the conversation right so everyone was like so surprised today like, oh shit yeah that's right you were working on that today oh great like that's all really good but i don't know maybe like just wait a, a month or two given that we've already you know, and continue just tweaking it to and just get out of get out of horizon and elden rings way because those two games are gonna are gonna are gonna destroy all comers for the next few weeks i'm sure but maybe that also takes the pressure off them. I think that's the other thing to look at it, right? Where first off, you couldn't, it has to be, they have to do shadow drop because as we've already said, CD Projekt's uh, uh, reputation is soured at the moment. So you can't say it'll come in a couple of weeks because people talk shit about it and then they'll build up expectations and hope and yada, yada. This is the best way to do it of just a shadow drop saying, hey, it's here. Here's what's cool. Just go play it. Enjoy it yourself. And then it's the same thing of, Maybe that works in a way because it diffuses the people who are the looky-loos. Maybe this is going to, you know, the chat that's alive saying they love Cyberpunk. You're the ones who are going to go in, I guess, and roll a new character. And again, you have multiple days right now before Horizon drops. And of course, not everybody's going to play Horizon. You have a week before Elden Ring drops. Not everybody's going to play Elden Ring. It's a chance for that audience that has been starving, that has been wanting, that does feel wrong to get in there and play it and maybe, you know, be the the core audience, be the ones who are going to be evangelizing it. Yeah, I mean, I probably will. This probably will be the next big game that I jump into now because, you know, Horizon's cool, um, but the world-building mythology isn't, like, really my cup of tea. And Elden Ring obviously looks amazing, but I worry that the soulsiness of it is going to be too inaccessible for me. Sure. Um, and so, again, this is what I've been waiting for. I like, you know, I like the look of the world. I like the cyberpunk vibe. I think it seems like there's a lot there to enjoy. I just been waiting for them to clean up the mess. And it looks like this kind of feels like the, fir the, the first I've seen all the patches that have come before. And every patch is like, we fixed all of this, but there's still a lot to do. And I was like, we well, dialed you know, down the get, get back to me when when the list of things that you fixed is longer than the list of things you still need to fix. Yeah. And I feel like we're, we're crossing that tipping point now. So again, it's been a very, very long road. But I do think, I mean, I would like to think, I want to support game developers. I want to support of good course. games. I want to believe in in redemption. And I want to believe that they can, you know, again, this, the stain of the of the botch launch will never be erased. All they can do now is make amends as, as, as well as they can. And I do feel like they're making a sincere effort to do that. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Jack Martin writes in kindoffunnycom slash you're wrong. Like, you can't correct us on the show. And he gives me the information I've been looking for. According to PSN profiles, there is no auto pop for Cyberpunk trophies. Sorry, Greg. So then you got to ask yourself, am I going to replay Cyberpunk on 20, 2077 on PlayStation 5 eventually? Roll a different character, make different Probably choices, not. romance would be different. Right? Probably not, because again, I think... Are you not curious just to, toy around, just to play around with it, just to see what the performance upgrade looks like on PS5? Eh, no. It's going to look better. <laughs> I get it. Like, I get it, and I'm glad it's there for people who haven't played it, but like, I'm, I feel like my world... You know, I, what I'll do, I feel like when they drop their first piece of DLC that is like DLC, like it's a new quest and we're going out to do whatever for Jackie. Like, I think then I'd be like, okay, cool. I want to go play that. But I guess, I, well, my save carries over. So I want my trophies. Hmm. I'm going to look into this. Not that I don't believe Jack Martin, but it's, it, uh, it's, it sounds like just from the little bit I heard this morning, the, the, the trophy list might be slightly different. So there might be some oh. you don't have that are oh. unique to the PS5 version. You might want to investigate that. <laughs> well then, every, we're going to stop the show and go to PSN Pro. Now I got an exo phase, I guess. See what's up. See what's going on over here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Cyberpunk 20 trophies 2077. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm not looking at side by side, so I'm looking for the one. Maybe they get rid of oh, they got all the scanner shits down there. That's gonna be a bitch. Awesome. They definitely said something about adding new like secret areas to Night City that are, that only apply to the next gen version. So whether or not that has an impact on trophies, I don't know. But it sounds like they are there are gonna be there there are some 
like actual con- content simple. things that are exclusive to the new versions, not just, you know, updating what was already I'm there. I'm going to keep going with this show. I need somebody to write into your wrong and tell me what are the differences in the trophies. All right. That's what yeah, let's find you. Put, put your put your minions to work, Greg. Your minions too, Gary. You can do it anytime. They're all going to buy. I am not your with- fucking minion. No, you're not. I said you're there. You're oh, my minion. I, I thought you were saying you're a minion too, Gary. You no, fuck fuck no. I don't I have any. If I said that kind of shit, you turn off the show and just leave. I'm aware I of would. how Gary I would. would. I can turn right? this camera off any time. Exactly. Gary Wood doesn't care. Uh, Beard Adept has another cyberpunk question. Uh, what's up, KFGD crew? Of course, he wrote into patreon.com slash games and says, with CDPR likely dropping the next gen... Oh, this is before it happens. But blah, blah, blah. Do you think it's possible that the Series X slash S versions will come to Game Pass eventually? With the bad rep that it got, uh, being everywhere should be the number one goal, right? Would love to know your thoughts. Beard Adept. Beard Adept, I am so confident that Cyberpunk 2077 will come to Xbox Game Pass at one point. You are? I will tell you, I am betting Kevin on it. Not his life, but him as an employee. If I'm wrong and it never comes, Beard Adept, you can take Kevin as an employee, all right? But I'm, I'm so confident. Huh? I'd be free? No, you'd work for Beard Adept then. You'd be, you, you'd be oh, his yeah, right. I guess that makes employee, sense. I guess. I don't know. I guess we still have to pay you, but you're Beard Adept's employee technically. That's that the deal. That sounds good. Well, I mean, you know, I'm bearded depth. I'm hopefully, hopefully we'll just say we'll keep doing all the same stuff you're doing for kind of funny game, games. Yeah, no, what no, make, no, let no. me ask you, what makes you so confident that it will be on Game Pass? You got to make your money back. You got to make money. I think, I think again, it's the rep. Here's, here's my thing. I think he wrote this ahead of time being like, hey, will this be like a, a drop today? I, then I would have said, of course, no. No, it is not going to be a drop today. I think you can't do that now because you have so many people who paid for it and are angry with the game that is unplayable and yada, 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 that, that they would be mad. And then also it would look like you you're admitting defeat. i think you're i putting think putting this game out and just being like we're just, we're just it's out for everybody we just want to make some money off of it i think a year from now two years from now you put it on game pass and nobody cares as much and cd project red gets to make a lot of money even though the game made a lot of money but it also lost them a lot of money and yeah. a lot of goodwill and a million I think other things putting it on game pass and also presumably hopefully on playstation's copycat service when that launches later Spartacus. this year would be a nice way you know, it'd be, it'd be a nice, it'd be a nice gesture, right? On the again, C- CD Projekt Red is still in a massive kind of goodwill deficit with, I would suggest, the majority of gamers, right? Like we all, the, the wound is still somewhat fresh. Like we again, we all, we all remember that just what a mess that launch was. Um, that that making it available as part of something that most gamers are probably already going to be paying for would be would be a nice a nice gesture, I think. People are pointing out, of course, that you know they made their money back when it came out. That was something, even with the refunds, Sh- sure. But again, they continue to work on this. How far off is their timeline right now? You're talking about launch and how much it made to at launch and whatever to recoup costs. And that. I mean, they've got more than a year's burn, right, on on de- development on this game. And this is, is, the, you know, these patches were supposed right? to be on the first part of 2021, right? Like, yeah. clearly their schedule is fucked. That's costing them money. I think they yeah. want, and so I think you make back the goodwill, then you make as much money off the product as you can. But you're right. If I painted the picture, I'm sorry that this game is running them in the red. It is not just in the red of goodwill. Uh, Jack Martin wrote back in who wants to be Jack Martin wants to be the kind of funny.com slash you're wrong hero today. And I appreciate it. And says, here's another cyberpunk trophy update from cyberpunk's patch quote note that as the next gen version has a different skew, PlayStation trophies obtained in backwards compatibility will not be transferred. Xbox achievements will automatically appear on the new version using smart delivery. So yeah. I don't think it's a different oh, another, trophy another, list. another, uh, another win for Xbox. Well, no, you're no, 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 no. You're wrong about that. See, PlayStation's <laughs> games are different SKUs. You Xboxes get one. So right. every one of your game that gets a new version keeps the same trophy list. You don't double pop your achievements. We, you, did, did you just say that on Cyberpunk, they wouldn't be popping again? 
I say they transfer, meaning that when you do that, you turn it on, you have the achieve. You have one unified trophy. Or, I'm sorry, right. achievement list. You have a one unified achievement list that no matter what Xbox version you're playing on pulls from. But it Whereas seems like you, you were briefly excited gone. about the idea of just getting like free duplicate trophies for the PlayStation 5, right? Correct. Just and that. I'm not getting that. But the silver lining is I can still get duplicate PlayStation trophies. I just have to earn them again. And again, that's even not though a duplicate if you, have to you earn, if you have to earn it again. I thought, you know, if it just auto pops, like, you know, yay, have some free trophies. Sure. You can talk all the shit about you want trophies, but we're going to get to And you would probably still be world. strutting around like you earn them, wouldn't you? I would. I you very much would. At the end of the year, bless you. Like, how many platinums you got? I'd name the obscene number of platinums I get. Now, you know, I only work for three of them, but the rest are all <laughs> duplicates. Or I don't. I'm not going to play CJ the ball anymore or ZJ the ball anymore. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll let them Everybody bully you. Down. Have fun. Enjoy your. Janet song. bullied me hard, Kevin, and I let it happen. All right, and it's over. So that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to bully me hard, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can ride in to be part of the show. You can get the show at the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday. And of course, you can get the show ad-free. But guess what? You're not watching on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. So here's a word from our sponsor. Think of all the things you could do and all the places you could go if you didn't have high interest loans or credit card debt. Upstart helps make those dreams a reality by helping you pay off your existing debt quickly with a personal loan. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether you're paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score and is expanding access to affordable credit. Unlike other lenders, Upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. With a five-minute rate check, you can see your rate upfront for your loans between $1,000 and $50,000 and receive your funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash kindoffunny. That's upstart.com slash kindoffunny. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash kindoffunny. Green Chef is the greenest way to get your greens. It's the most sustainable meal kit out there, offsetting 100% of their plastic packaging in every box and 100% of their carbon footprint and emissions. Their pre-portioned ingredients mean you reduce your food waste by at least 25% compared to boring old grocery shopping. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with options for every lifestyle like keto and paleo, vegan, vegetarian, fast and fit, Mediterranean, and gluten-free. I'm Greg Miller, and I use Green Chef. They just sent me a box the other day. We had these... Uh, 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 these uh, uh, Greek pitas, they were delicious. You cut them in half, then you put all the delicious stuff in there, came in a brown bag, you open up the brown bag, take out all these other brown bags, then you recycle it all, then you eat this delicious food. It's great, why wouldn't you do this? Go to greenchef.com slash kindoffunny130 and use the code kindoffunny130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash kindoffunny130 and code kindoffunny130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, the one, the only, Radic from CD Projekt Red is watching live and says, no new trophies in Cyberpunk 2077 in today's release. Sorry, Greg. But hoping you'll still have fun with the PS5 version, Smiley. Well, I don't know See? if you know this, Radic. They've decided I hate it. I hate Cyberpunk. That's why it can be awkward when you're slagging it. off people's you know, games, Greg. You, know, you never know so when you know. the developers might be in the channel. I wasn't slagging off the game! <laughs> also, Greg, when you say things like that, I just remember that we have editors that can cut things around, you know, <laughs> however we want. Matt Batson would never do me like that. All right. Don't worry about it. 
Number two on the Roper Report, Netflix is making a Bioshock movie. As we were going live today, a couple of tweets from Netflix geeked went out. Uh, they read, this is a quote, quote, we all make choices, but in the end, our choices make us, end quote. Netflix plus Bioshock, would you kindly stay tuned? Uh, Netflix 2K and Take-Two Interactive are partnering to produce a film adaptation of the renowned video game franchise Bioshock. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what was happening as we went live. I don't believe there's more. I'll give a quick Google. Uh, but right now, Gary, are you excited for a Netflix Bioshock movie. Yeah, I've always been excited about the idea of a Bioshock movie. I remember, you know, back when when uh, Gore Verbinski was going to direct it. You remember? I think Ken Levine actually wrote a draft of the script at some point. I actually remember seeing some concept art, some production art that they had back in a previous version of it. I remember thinking, wow, this looks really good. I think the issue that killed it back in the day was just hugely, hugely expensive. You know, underwater and that whole thing, sure. and it's you know not a cheap movie to make. Um, so you know, Netflix are presumably figured out you know a way to make it that they think is you know producible and doable and yeah i hope i hope they do i would like i mean you know, i don't know if it's gonna be any good but i wouldn't you want to see a bioshock movie right i mean seeing just seeing that world brought to life look amazing there you go again what's with you today you're just hating on everything i mean how many times have we been burned by video game movies that's all i'm saying but you know we're at we're at a point now where like some of them are actually you know they you know i think the the, the idea well, there's never been a good like I see these stories like, oh, will this finally be the movie to break the video game curse? Like that happened already. We've had some good ones. Sure. Mm -hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog was a banger. Super sure. Mario Bros. is awesome. No, Kevin, that's a bad one to bring in. What? That's a bad one to bring into the argument. No, it's it was fun. It's because yes, you were four years old when it came out. That's why. I was I don't think I was, I was gonna say you're much younger than that, weren't you? You were already gonna lie, the, <laughs> What's the word on Uncharted? Is that reviews are popping up. today? I've been yeah. staying cautiously away from them because I'm going to see it tonight. I'm do, we're doing oh, a, we're gonna see okay. it tonight. So we're you doing don't a want you don't want to read tomorrow. any reviews before. So I don't want to be in. super influenced, but it seems like okay. people are saying it's an action movie. It's a good it's a fun it's action, an action movie. movie. I'm seeing like sevens and eights when I look around there. I'm not getting crazy about it. right now though, Hollywood Reporter has no real more information. Not much more information. Uh, this is Bor Boris Kitt uh, over at The Hollywood Reporter who's talking about everything we just said. Uh, Vertigo Entertainment takes you will service producers. No writer or, film or filmmakers on board. The partnership deal has been in the works for almost a year. So very much a nebulous Sometimes thing. it can take that long just to figure out the deal-making part of it, like the rights and just the money part before you can even start to think about the creative part. We'll see. Yeah, the rights are a big part of it, yeah. Um, Kevin, while we're here talking about movies and we mentioned the Uncharted thing, why don't you go to number seven on the Roper Report? Bring that up for me, where I say, finally, let's watch the new PlayStation Productions animation. If you're going to go see Uncharted, uh, you know that Marvel changed the game with their Marvel intro and making it awesome and cool. And everybody else started chasing. Because for years before movie, people would pop up and doing me all the Columbia Pictures lady with the torch. She's dope. And the remember the old unicorn that would run for TriStar? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd just be going. What are, what are we Gary, talking about guy. right now? You're a movie guy. The intro, the, the introduction to movies. You know, like MGM's the lion. It's like, bum, 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 bum. Ah, the lion sucks. Don't worry about the lion. Anyways, PlayStation Studios has their own that's running before Uncharted. It's brand new. Oh, have okay. They have their own logo. Well, that's Let's cool. take a look. You want to watch? Gary, are you doing Yeah, let me uh, get Hold on. Okay, okay, Kevin, rewind. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. All right, cool. There you go. We good, Gary? Yeah, go ahead. I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm all set. But he's watching Twitch. And that's Aloy in her focus. Let me kick you off. Oh, it's the axe. God of War axe. Yeah. Nathan, Nathan Drake. Drake. Yeah. Jim yeah. Sakai. Oh, Joel and Ellie. Yeah. yeah. Astral Astro. Look at this. What, what a, the Sony Cinematic Universe is just bursting at the seams. Productions. That's a cool intro. Yeah.
You don't like it, Kev? You're, no, let it roll, Kev. You're the movie guy. You don't like it? Talk I like it. Uh, it. I mean, I don't know. It's... it's. I, I think I'd like it more if it was just the... Like, just tiny little clips. I don't like them showing... It stays too long. ...video game characters. Well, you figure when they get when they actually make these movies, Ratchet they'll probably Clank. show more of it. But it's, that's, um, like, just, it's just very much the, just these little teases of it. You know, it is end. very sure. much in the oh. spirit of the Marvel and D, particularly the DC logo, which does exactly this, right? Just mm -hmm. kind of like fades through I iconic, you know, DC characters. Yeah. So they've 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 copied you know what they see to be the, the kind of the Marvel DC logo format, and I'm, I'm fine with it. Okay. Well, I wonder if that I wonder if that will run before the. Um, HBO Last of Us series as well. I doubt it. I think it's probably just oh. for cinematic movies. Oh, no, I bet it would. I think it would. I think it would. They're going to no, stamp that on everything. We'll see. Oh. I'm not I'm not sure enough to bet Kevin on it like I did the Game Pass prediction for Cyberpunk, but don't get me wrong. I think it's going to oh, happen. Oh, like Knack got uh, shortchanged there, don't you think? Yeah. Mm. and I, Yeah, that's definitely the problem. That's definitely the issue with it. I'm more than savior. <laughs> Number three on the Roper Report, we have the Elden Ring PC specs. Uh, PC system requirements have been revealed here for uh, the old Elden Ring. Uh, Gary, I'll need you to help me decipher a lot of them, all right? So you got minimum yeah, go and you on. got a recommended. Should I just go to recommended? Should I stay at minimum? Yeah, you know, know, so back in the old PC gamer days, we always used to say so back in the days when, like, I mean, it still is a thing, but, you know, every on the box of every game, it always have, you know, minimum uh, and then recommended stats. And we always used to say, treat the recommended like the minimum. Because yeah, they lowball you every time. And, and if you've got the minimum stats as specified, don't even bother playing. But let's hear it. I'm balling up minimum and I'm throwing them away. Your recommended specs look like this. Operating system, Windows 11 or 10. Processor, mm -hmm. Intel Core what, i7? i7-8700K yep. or AMD A mid-range processor 5, at this point. Very much mid-range. 3600X. Now here's where it gets interesting. Memory, 16 gigabytes of RAM. It's all right. Graphics. NVIDIA GeForce GXT 1070, 8 gigabytes, or AMD Radeon RX Vega 56, 8 gigabytes. 1070 is very low end at this point. You can, mm -hmm. you can probably assume that you need more than that to get like real performance. DirectX 12, uh, 60 gigabytes for storage, and uh, Windows-compatible audio device. Does that catch you? Uh, I mean, the, yeah, I mean the, 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 three, the, the only three you really, really have to think about are uh, GPU, um, RAM, and to a lesser extent, CPU. And, and so on like that, 1070, we'll that's an old, that's, but don't forget, like the high end card right now is a 3080, 3090, a 1070. That's many, many iterations of technology. Yeah, back. it's like 2010 uh, iterations. If you're running it in 1080p, my guess is you could probably run it, you know, with, <laughs> with manageable um, uh, uh, specifications, you know, like put the detail on low or medium or whatever. You'll be sure. able to play it. But if obviously, if you want the, bells and whistles experience you're going to want you're going to want media stats than that they they ne they never want to like feel like anyone's frozen out like they will always put in the bare bare sure. bare bare minimum stats and so well for the context you, i want to go to taylor lyles over at ign.com who writes more surprising was the fact that the minimum pc requirement asked for 12 gigabytes of ram while 12 gigabytes of ram is not out of the realm of possibility for the majority of pc gamers many systems still roll with about eight gigabytes of ram by comparison, Dying Light 2, which was released earlier this month, only requires 8 gigabytes of RAM. Elden Ring's minimum PC requirements are also far more demanding than previous from software titles, including 2019 Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, uh, which lists the Intel Core i3-2100 or AMD, a whole bunch of shit there. It's Looking just to see what I have in here. I have 32 gigs in this one, so I'll be all right. Yeah, you're going to be just fine. Don't worry about it. But yeah, Fucking lights go. up as well. My RAM, Greg, you should see it. I bet it. I mean, RGB, mine. The rainbow of colors. 
No, you don't got lights in yours. You didn't really? need them. No, no yeah. I do. I got a no. pink thing going right now. No. Guys, I'm going to take a photo of my thing and put it up. Twitter.com slash Game Over Greggy just to prove once again Kevin's wrong. Nah, he isn't. I don't waste Can I the computer. Can change Kevin? Yeah. How do you it, do that? You download a program. Depends on. It's probably IQ is what it's called. Okay. Yeah, no, I have that. I've seen that. What really breaks my heart, the thought of that really powerful PC just going to waste just over waste. there in Greg's house. Just waste. He had a 2080 like, Super and he was like, oh, I need the I need the 3080 right, Kevin, Kevin, the tweet is up. If you want to go to twitter.com slash Game Over Greggy Show, that to everybody just you know so I mean? they can yeah, all understand. I, don't. I mean, I, I know you don't, but again, until you've been released and become beard a depth's problem because I, the, the bet going wrong, I need you to show off. What, do you, what do you got in there, a 3080? Kevin, what do I have in there? Yeah, he has a 3080. Oh, it's, it's, all right, I found it. It's tragic <laughs> i wish that was me that would have been a better tweet that would have been a better tweet oh uh, no i got too caught up in making kevin wrong uh show it though show it with the purple, the pur- purple. Oh, okay kevin I'll, it's fun to show purples I now he said iq i have iq i'm clicking on it i think so, i set this up too <laughs> ring to foreground check show iq space I'm going to click on show IQ space. You should be able to. Yeah, so you'll, you'll, be, you'll be able to reprogram the RAM and the CPU cooler there to do whatever kind of color shit you want it to do. Mm-hmm. See, now in t- typical PC fashion, what happened is that IQ space Updates. popped up and it's just blank. It's just blank. Yeah. There's no, I got a plus, I got an X, and I got a download thing. I, I mean, just leave plus. it there. Some people like a simple, just like the purple vibe. There's nothing wrong with that. Just leave it. Oh, no, there's nothing wrong. I'm just saying, you know, you, you guys are always trying to sell me on PC gaming. And what I just read from Taylor and these PC requirements was fucking gobbledygook. You know what I mean? This is just garbage gibberish. Buy a PlayStation, install the game. Buy an Xbox, install the game, and have fun. Sitting yeah, until you run out of hard drive space. You guys and you got me. I'm conjuring, a fuck, I'm conjuring a fucking demon with my i7 8700K Ryzen 5 3600X. <laughs> you sound like a Dalek. Dalek, he sounds just like a Dalek. What can I you do? You must have a 3080. <laughs> Eliminate. Your system specs are inadequate. <laughs> <laughs> number four on the rope reports a nice one for you you can play the mario kart 8 deluxe dlc without buying it we go to Eurogamer, where victoria kennedy writes a closer look at mario kart 8's dlc expla- expansion blurb has revealed that players will still be able to play the new courses even if they don't actually own them or have a subscription to the nintendo switch online plus expansion pack despite fears of the contrary the information on nintendo's official mario kart page reads Courses from Wave 1 of the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass can be played from the 18th of March locally or online in Friends and Rivals races, even if only one player owns the Booster Course Pass or has access to it as part of the Nintendo Switch Online Plus Smash Pass membership. From March 22nd, courses from Wave 1 will also appear in the random selection when playing global or regional races with anyone online, end quote. It's a little bit of good news there, Gary. If you were, My wife, if you're... Leah, you know, Leah, she's so she's a Mario Kart fiend, and she's very good at the game. She's so excited about these new courses. She actually has, like, picked up the game and started playing it again, and she's been knocking out the um, three-star trophies on the last remaining courses that she didn't have. Is she playing you know, 200cc? Um, I'm not. I, that's actually a good question. I don't know if she's ever done 200cc, but 150 for sure. I, I know she's of knocked course. all those out That's now. where kings and queens play. When she, you start playing at 200cc and enjoying it, you're a pervert, and I don't want to hear about it. Mirror mode is the one I can't get past. That always freaks me out. Yeah. Um, 
But no, we're we're very excited about the new oh, courses. Dude, I can't wait for more Mario. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, brilliant. Me? Yeah, yeah. Of course, let's get back into it. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked for it. And it's cool that you can uh, play it without actually owning it, which I'm always a fan of. That was you know back in the day uh, when I had my DS and I was waiting in line for my Wii to pre-order it. The guy next to me had Mario Kart uh, DS and I I didn't have it, and so he shared it and we played it for like four hours. And so what happened? I got up there. I'm like, I want to pre-order the Wii and please give me Mario Kart DS. Is <laughs> um is 200 CC what like pros play at? Like if there's an esports. Mario no, Kart I already said it, it's what perverts play at. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's not fun. But Sexual like, Tim demons. is like, you know what? Oh, I love it. Punish mm-hmm. me. And then Barrett too. I think actually Tim what hates the it. Fuck plays it. Were you just whacking, like simulating Tim whacking no, off? No, for me it was more like enjoying the pain. No, it like, looked like, like, I mean, like, if you out. go back and watch that clip, it really looked like you were just First spanking off, it. Everyone knows this would be jerking off, Gary. Oh. That's what it looks God, like to jerk off. Your death is getting so the, the gift, the gift <laughs> people are having a fucking field day today. forty-eight hundred. Oh my god! What? Oh, this has been a fun show. There it is, Barrett. What's wrong with you? What happened to you? Have you gone to therapy to find out why you enjoy two hundred CC? Oh yeah, I did. Um, and my therapist uh, said it's because I'm a fucking good gamer and not a fucking bitch ass <laughs> player. <laughs> I mean, he does make a good point. Gary, you sit down and shut the fuck up. You don't even, you're not even good. You can't even handle mirror I can, mode. I can I'll sit take it from Barrett. I'll eat Barrett's shit in Mario Kart. That's fine. I understand. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not very good at Mario Kart. I, I've always admitted that. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't dare to play at 200. Um, and I have heard mixed opinions about 200cc. But clearly it's where, like, the best players would want to play, right? The fastest version of the game. Exactly. I heard it's for perverts. Yeah, it's pretty well on the record here. Kind of funny games daily perverts play 200 CC and enjoy it. I can understand if it's not for you, but to equate us to perverts is just like it's a new low <laughs> for you, Greg. It's a fucking new low for you, bro. <laughs> I'm a big like fan I, of the like chat. I get Scarver, it. You, Scarver, you suck. Like you suck at Mario Kart. I get it. But to That's try to like true. bring That's us true. down to your level. Don't like what is what is like you it. know what it is is and I don't we need Andy to get in here and even hit, then it would be a struggle. I'm a great double a ball player mm. like i'm i'm not good enough to go to the pros where barry and mm-hmm. tam are hitting or they're doing like the sammy sosa mark mcguire hit yeah. home run competition they're both dope and they're both perverts but i'm in double a i'm always playing for the kane county cougars but i also work at the hardware store and i have a drinking problem but i'm i'm good at it you know i'm just never great at it you can take the boy out of the midwest but you can't take the midwest out of the boy can you Greg? <laughs> Number no, that's number five on the Roper report. Uh, there's now going to be, ladies and gentlemen, a Horizon Forbidden West Lego Tall Neck. It's coming in May. We have a trailer, Kevin. You oh, cool. Toss it up? So should we can see a little uh, Lego Aloy here. There's a little narration well, too. Let me if you see want, Lego Kevin. Aloy. Let's see. I need to this get is an official there. Lego set. Yeah, official Lego set. Again, coming out Made this it. May. Now to climb up to its head. Oh, I'll have to get this for Leah. She'll love this. Yeah, a little, sure, little Aloy sure. minifig is so cute. Yeah. Look at her. That yeah. is cool. Very cool. Yeah. Like did you see, dude, it was a fan-made set, but did you see the Prince of Persia Lego set that was going around today? No. I retweeted it earlier. Really, really cool. I hope they, it's one of those like Lego ideas kind of things. That I oh, hope sure. Is that your vote on or whatever? Yeah, it looks really good. Kevin, if you want to go look at Lucky Gary's and find that for us, that'd be yeah. great. But yeah, it's only, it's only a few right. tweets back. It should be up there. While you do that, I'm going to go to the sixth and final now, since we already did seven Roper Report. Oh. Uh, on top of that Horizon news, PlayStation also announced the Play and Plant program, which I think is fucking awesome. Horizon Forbidden West Play and Plant program. 
Uh, for the release of Horizon Forbidden West, we want to do something to help nature with you. Uh, just like how Aloy fights to save the Earth in the game, we can do something together to help our planet. Play Horizon Forbidden West and unlock the Reached the Daunt trophy before March 25th, and we, in partnership with Ar the Arbor Day Foundation, will plant a tree across the country to help complete three different reforestation projects. So let's grab our controllers and play for our planet. Uh, PlayStation has a website up with all this information in it, but here's the two things I wanted to call out. One tree donated for each Reach the Daunt trophy unlocked until all three uh, reforestation projects are completed. Parentheses, based on an estimated uh, 288,000 trees required. No additional purchase necessary to unlock the trophy. Promotion ends when maximum donation is reached or on the March 25th, whichever is earlier. For more information, visit the Arbor Day Foundation website at arborday.com. Uh, PlayStation's official website, which if you just put in PlayStation uh, Play and Plant, you can go look at, is benefiting the Douglas County Forest, uh, Sheep Fire Private Lands, and then the Torreya State Park. I thought this was awesome, Gary. Yeah, why not? It'd be a shame. I hope people, you know, I hope people do hit that platinum because, like, what if they, you know, what if they don't? Oh, well, you know, well, fuck trees. Well, no, no, or no, are no, they no, going to no. do it anyway? I no, no, no. That is not what this is. Reach, reach the daunt is not a platinum trophy. It is not. A, it's no, not no. A no I don't mean like getting a platinum. I just mean like they have to get that specific trophy, right? Yeah. And if they don't, they won't plant the trees. Exactly. They'll burn okay. a tree. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. for every person who drops off like, early, I feel like even if, you, if they don't hit whatever their promotional objectives are they should plant the fucking trees anyway you know yeah you get it early it's it's like it's one of the unavoidable why ones, why, so. why does the, why does the future you know survival of planet earth need to be connected to marketing objectives i don't know i mean i rather because it'll help well, I mean, you know, Dane Hansen writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, clearly this is designed to get people to buy the game early and word of mouth about the game, but it makes me happy knowing that the game I was planning to play already will give back in some way. Last year, we saw the Ghost of Tsushima community come together to help rebuild the landmark on, a real, on the real life island. Do you think we could potentially see more game communities rally around subjects tying into the games they love? Do you think this is a one and done PR thing, or do you think they might see more programs in the future? Um, great call on re remembering the Ghost of Tsushima stuff. I would think you're going to see more stuff like this when you can tie it into the game. And I think the fact that Horizon being, hey, we fucked up the earth. <laughs> it's a pretty easy, cool PR move to get. Well, no, it's, it's good. I, I, don't mean, I don't mean to, to, to sound churlish about it. It's, it's, it's a good thing that they're doing. I'm just trying to find reasons to be a dick at this point. By the yeah. way, I do have an update, a Mario Kart update from Leah. Yeah, thank she you. is working, on, through, working her way through both 200cc and Mirror Mode right now oh, man. to get Gary, those three star trophies. It's always hard She's to all the way back in. She's very serious about it. Oh, you married a pervert. How's that feel? <laughs> pretty fucking good, actually. <laughs> oh my god gary i can't wait to see what your wife the biggest horizon fan i know thinks of horizon forbidden west but her review is so far away until the game comes out on friday if i wanted something more immediate say what came to the mom and grab shops where would i go uh the official list of upcoming software on each and every platform oh wait can i do it in my dalek voice sure the official list of upcoming software on each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday Exterminate, exterminate. Yeah. I didn't know you were a Lego Dimensions fan like me. I loved those guys in Lego Dimensions. <laughs> Out today, 
Mm. This comes from GameSpot. Uh, Fortnite is in motion controls with the 19.30 patch notes, literally. Uh, with the new update, players on new platforms can use motion controls previously seen only in Switch and Android platforms. Gyroscopic aiming and new flick-stick controls uh, created by input specialist Julian Jib Smart are now playable for the first time on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and PC and improved on Switch and Android. Uh, there's more accessibility features and stuff, and you can go read about it on GameSpot if you like. Uh, Holy Purge is coming to PC today. Dynasty Warriors 9 Empires on all the PlayStation all the xboxes and switch uh liberté on pc uh super dungeon maker on pc uh nimbus infinity on pc aerial knights never yield gets to update on pc and xbox today other platforms are coming soon after uh mm -hmm. bladed fury uh, is now available on ios and android and Kung Fu Kickball is, of course, out on Switch, PlayStation 5, or all the PlayStations, all the Xboxes, PC and Mac, and it supports crossplay across all the platforms. New dates for you. Among Us Imposter Edition and Among Us Ejected Edition will be launching in the U.S. and Canada April 19th, and uh, in Europe and the U.K. and Australia uh, May 31st. And then Dark Deity comes in Nintendo Switch March 17th deals of the day for you ladies and gentlemen uh we have new game pass updates for you uh these three titles are coming on february 17th you're getting lawn mowing simulator on xbox one madden nfl 22 console and pc total war warhammer 3 on pc february 22nd robo quest is a game preview on pc february 24th you get galactic civilizations 3 on pc and super mega baseball 3 on ea play and then uh february 28th you get alice madness returns on pc Gary, we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw up. So we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Rooster Teeth podcast services around the globe. Crown Prince writes in, says, Greg, it was a Pegasus, not a unicorn. Of course, oh, we're talking right. about the TriStar. Yeah, you're right. yeah. Dude, that I remember so well from when we would rent Supergirl. It's, or maybe, yeah, Supergirl. Uh, maybe it was Superman. I think movie. it was Supergirl. Oh no, terrible! But you're a kid. Yeah. I'm a kid, and I like super. You know, remember the witch? Like super people. Was... Yeah, terrible. With Faye Dunaway, is that right? I don't know. Yeah, remember her right. boyfriend in the movie know. was the it was the slime ball from Die Hard. Put that together years later. The guy who does the cocaine and is like, eh, we can make a deal or whatever, and he gets shot. Spoilers for Die Hard. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like Kind of Funny Games Daily, guess what? This show isn't over. We're going to go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames and record you a post show. And if that isn't your jam, no big deal. There will be brand new shows Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Wednesday, it's going to be Blessing Andy. Thursday, it's going to be me and Tim. And Friday, it's going to be... I thought this changed. Maybe it didn't change in the template. Hold on. Yeah, no, Friday, it's going to be me and Jordan Ramey from GameSpot. So that'll be a fun one to have and see what's going on there. If you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games right now, well, don't worry. This show's not going anywhere. You or this show's going somewhere, but we're not going anywhere. Uh, <laughs> Mike and Nick are going to be doing the kind of funny morning show and then a game called Unrailed, which oh. I don't know anything about. And it does not sound like. So I recommended that. I, I got I had a recommendation on that. It's basically kind of like an overcooked moving out type thing where you have to oh. work together. But you're working together to like build a railroad track before the train like roll, you know, rolls off the edge of it. So you have to keep the the the, the, the the track going nice and you harvest resources and stuff and i didn't know too much about it but i had heard really good things i recommended it to snowbike mike he went and played it with some of his pals and i know felicia day was playing it with some of her friends uh last week apparently it's terrific like it's just a really really fun like you know party game to play with friends couch co-op we've got it here i'm planning to play it with the with the family uh when we next have a chance to sit down and, and all play a game but the word i'm the word i'm getting on it is that it's really good fun for a group of players excellent 
Well, that's going up right now. Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. If you missed it there and want to catch it later, youtube.com slash kind of funny plays, our newest YouTube channel that can use your support, your likes, your subscriptions, your bell notifications. Where we put up everything we do over on Twitch. Ladies and gentlemen, Gary and I have a post show to do. Remember, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every week on a variety of platforms. We run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Go there to get the post show. Uh, get the show ad free. If you don't want to do any of that, no big deal. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Roosterteeth.com. Podcast services around the globe. Use the epic creator code Kind of Funny on all your epic game store purchases to help us out, even if you're playing on a PlayStation or an Xbox and you want to get something in the Fortnites. Have some fun. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. If you play Mario Kart 200cc, you're a pervert. It's been our pleasure to serve you. It's been our pleasure to serve you!